Good morning, multiverse. Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box, the pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And this morning, this morning, we are going to take a trippy trip back to the late 60s, early 70s and ask the question, what stuff was H&R Puffin Stuff Puffin? And we are going to do that right after this from the Murdering Crows. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean. Helmets Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only Thank you to the Murdering Crows for that awesome theme song. You can get their record, Four Bad Crows, at Amazon, iTunes, Google, or anywhere you buy music. And right up off the top of the bat, we want to uh, thank our Super Serial Box friends, Eli Cash, Cindy Kep, Sharice Collins, Dave Manginelli, Dave Mattingly, Greg and Crystal Jones, and you too can have your name in lights at Buy Me a Coffee dot com slash cereal box pod and this episode is brought to you by my books tales of the decoverse available at amazon barnes and noble bookstores all over the country and of course our good friend sarah jenkins book every beaten path available from your local bookstore or any bookstore around the country go in and ask for it so welcome to the rec room this morning you guys we are we are in for a trippy trippy treat this morning. HR puffin stuff. Who's your friend when things get tough? HR puffin stuff. Can't do a little cuz you can't do enough. I have no idea what that lyric means. All my life I've wondered what does that mean you can't do a little cuz you can't do enough. Someone help us with that cuz we're going to be talking about HR puffin stuff. And um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Now, this is a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while surviving adulthood today. And when I was a kid, Saturday mornings meant big bowls of cereal, sitting down in front of the TV, watching cartoons, reading comic books, uh, kung fu movies, kaiju. And uh, around noon, mom would say, that's it. Get out and kick us out until the uh, streetlights came on. But because we didn't have smartphones or tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday mornings, in between cartoons, comic books, and kaiju, we were reading the back of the cereal box. That was like a newspaper to us. That was our world. That was an exposure to pop culture. Uh, for me, comics, movies, games, music, all of that came from the back of the cereal box. And that's what this show is all about. And to help me out, please welcome actress, photographer, model extraordinaire. She is a fan of the Ghostbusters, of Jurassic Park, Wizard of Oz, and Friends. 
She is the original geek girl, the one, the only, the incomparable D Barty. You know what, D? I get so into introducing you every morning that I forget to even introduce myself. My name is John Pica, and Avengers comic books, <laughs> Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. But welcome, D. I'm so glad to see you this morning. Yay! You hey, I have what? a question. Yeah. What is kaiju? You say that every Saturday, and I don't know what it is. Godzilla. Big oh. stompy monsters. Okay, good to know. All right, Debartee has just had her geek card pulled. And did I ever have one? I no. Don't know. <laughs> and I think that comment just broke Willow. Standing by in the green room is our other co-host, the Peppermint Princess, the social media socialite, your emotional support Canadian. She is a fan of superheroes, <laughs> comic books, in particular the X-Men. Please give it up for Willow Skyler. Good oh. morning, everyone. Hello, Willow. Willow. How are you this morning? I'm oh. getting tired of the winter here, so I need something summery. <laughs> Who well, are your friends joining us this morning? You, yes, you, uh, I'm introducing you guys to my twins. Um, <laughs> you've got our attention. I, I told you I would break the internet, so and what better... If, way to do it on an episode of H&R Puff and stuff. <laughs> well, so so Willow, you don't know this, but you inadvertently, you and your twin friends inadvertently <laughs> got us bumped from uh, an on-location sponsor <laughs> because you prompted D to say, what did you say, D? You yelled it out loud. I love boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was it. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Willow's got enough for everybody. I need to show off my new dress. Okay. <laughs> she's got enough for everybody, and she's sharing with the world this morning, and we love that. <laughs> so I automatically feel much better, D. Before we went on the air, D and I were talking that I thought I might have a little dose of food poisoning from Arby's last it did make me sick i was up most of the night waiting for something horrific to happen it did not but um so i didn't think i was gonna eat any cereal this morning but you know what i feel better all of a sudden so i'm gonna i'm Good gonna job, Willa. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of the boobs <laughs> so i'm gonna pour a bowl of the uh hot wheels cereal um what is in your bowl, Willow? I thought you didn't like that one. I didn't. Okay. But there's a twist. All right. Willow, what's in your bowl? Uh, I'm trying something new today. Um, okay, so I found uh, I'm trying to be healthy, much like you guys. Uh, rice cakes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So there, I found these caramel chocolate chip rice cakes. At my grocery mm. store, and you know I haven't had like you know, cereal with rice cakes before, and I'm sure it's really good. Wait, wait, wait! Are are we doing a will it cereal? Will it cereal? Yeah. Will it cereal with Willow Skyler? So Willow Skyler has the chocolate chip, chocolate chip, and what rice cakes? Caramel. 
caramel and chocolate chip. And she's crumbled up the rice cakes. She's put them in the bowl. And she's going to... You know what? I think this will cereal. Because some of my favorite cereal is puffed rice. It looks good. It will, too. I mean, chocolate and caramel and rice... I mean... Yeah. I like it. Yeah. 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 You know what? That That is a great idea. <laughs> now, what I'm about to do is not a great idea. Uh-oh. Because I've got a small bowl of the <laughs> Hot Wheels cereal. It's in an ice cream bowl. Um, Because so the last cute. time I tried this, you remember I told you it tasted like orange juice. Mm-hmm. And it does. It tastes like orange. Oh, are you going to try it with orange juice? And someone suggested I try it with orange juice. Or somebody so, suggested whiskey as well. So. Well, <laughs> I do in whiskey. Try it with vodka. See if it makes a screwdriver. <laughs> but I am going to try it with orange juice. I'm not so sure about this. John Ooh. has a cereal parfait. <laughs> That's what Dave said. Ooh, that just looks disgusting. Nope. I looks... Ugh. John, uh, ugh, spit that out. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. Oh, you make my stomach hurt. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't think that's going to go well with whatever yeah, <laughs> whatever was fighting your stomach yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that is not getting finished. Mm. Mm. That. Oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> whoever, whoever suggested that was... <laughs> I think the person who suggested it was Sarah, and thank God she's not here today. <laughs> oh my God, that is not good at all. But um, Ooh. oh my goodness, and <laughs> D, I know that you don't have anything in the bowl, so I usually don't even ask. But you know what? Maybe maybe you need to try the the orange juice in Sarah. Now, a couple of months ago, last year, they did make a cereal specifically designed. To be eaten with orange juice, uh, post cereals did it. I didn't. I didn't try it because it never came to Middle Tennessee. Shocking. But um, I think it was called like uh, I don't know, Sunlight Crunch or something like that. I I, I don't know. Weird. It was. It was. It was huh. weird. But Sunlight Crunch. Something like that. But on Saturday mornings when I was a kid. After cereal, during cartoons, we were reaching into the box to pull out the prize. And D-Barty, this week, I was at Barnes & Noble, and I saw this, and I had to get it for you. You guys have anything for me? Yeah, Willow, put this up on center screen for me. Yep. (gasps) Oh, that's cute. This is a friend's cablings. Cablings. So these are all the the cast of the friends, like little mini pops. But look at this. You attach them to your cords. Huh. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I I picked that up for you. And when I see you next, you will get (laughs) the friend's cabling. And then I had to show this off for our fans. They're going to love this. So over the weekend, after we did the show last Saturday, um, my wife and I went on a little trip uh, to Paducah, Kentucky. Had a great time. 
and uh, went through all the antique shops downtown. And in one shop, I found this. This is the Dick Tracy collection. Oh, wow. And holy crap. I got it for $5.99. This is the back. This is a box set of the original Dick Tracy um, serials. Uh, film serial. So there are four huh. four CDs in this uh, CD. Don't we have DV a picture somewhere of us dressed up like Dick Tracy? We do. So um, four DVDs of the original Dick Tracy movie serials for $5.99, y'all. That's so cool. Dude, that is awesome. That was a, the <clears throat> find of a century. I will try very hard not to uh, gripe about uh, the fact that Dick Tracy is owned by a jerk that doesn't want to let go of this uh, of his rights. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Warren Beatty <laughs> has created some controversy in uh, recent months, and uh, he he appeared on a CNN interview with Anderson Cooper dressed as Dick Tracy just so that he could fulfill the contract to appear as Dick Tracy to maintain his license, his, and it was bizarre. It was bizarre. Um, and C. Michael Lanning says, uh, love Dick Tracy, not much love for Beatty at all. Now, look, I love the Warren Beatty movie. The Warren Beatty movie Ooh. is a gorgeous movie. Um, it holds up extremely well. It had horrible timing because it was following up on the success of Batman 1989. But that is a movie that was designed to be seen on Blu-ray. When they converted it to Blu-ray and remastered it, oh my God, the colors, the sets, the everything was it's a phenomenal movie and uh, they could have gone they could have made that a whole series it, it was meant to be a franchise but it did not do well at the box office because uh, for whatever reason people were expecting something different i i don't know how um but um you know c michael landing says the movie is awesome he is not and Dave Mattingly says the costumes and sets were the real stars of the Dick Tracy movie. That is mm -hmm. correct. And, and for those of you who know, I did a character for 20 years, Big Daddy Cool, Johnny Della Rocca. Um, that's how I performed magic. And he was inspired and all of the costuming was inspired from the Dick Tracy movie. Um, so long love affair with uh, Dick Tracy. So it is time. Wait, for D to show off her new loot. <laughs> okay, okay. So see, see what I did there. Don't I try this did. at home, folks. I am a trained professional. Go ahead, D. So I, I've, I've, uh, since, um, uh, well, anyway, I, I fell in love with pops lately. So I, I keep like, you know, anyway. So I found the avatar ones. Oh, <laughs> look at that. That's cute. Really Are you an Avatar it. fan? I am. I didn't know that. Mm, yeah. Look at have this. you seen the new one? I have not. Only That's because cute. it's like really long and I have to prepare myself to sit in one spot for that long. <laughs> so I haven't seen it yet. 
Yep. I haven't seen it yet either, but there's a different reason. The the first one gave me a migraine. I I listen, I am not a fan of Avatar. Oh, I, I did not Avatar. I did not enjoy the first movie. Oh, I, man. I anytime it it's a, on TV, I'm like on. <laughs> it was a blatant ripoff of Dances with Wolves. And the the visual design was and and this was actually a lawsuit. The 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 visual design of the planet Pandora was uh basically ripped off from Roger Dean's artwork, cover artwork for Yes and Led Zeppelin. And Roger Dean sued James Cameron and won. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, never a fan of Avatar. But I can't figure out why it did, you know, close to two billion dollars worldwide. I don't get it. But that know. was the that was the last movie I saw at the at our at our IMAX theater that we had here in Winnipeg um, <clears throat> before they closed it down. And the visual effects, as awesome as they are, not meant for three D. Um, basically, all you got was floating dust particles. <laughs> Throughout the whole film. Well, I thought that was the whole thing about that movie is that it was shot specifically for 3D. Anyway, anyway I, I wasn't impressed with the. 3D. I am not. I am not going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to dissuade D from loving Avatar. D, if you love Avatar, I am happy for you. I and love that, Avatar like you love Star Wars. So, well, you know what that that is fantastic, and our <laughs> fans are now like, D's one of us. <laughs> and and look what i just said about my dislike for avatar is a hot take hmm. most people do not agree with me okay well you can get hate mail just but like it's I will true. Get hate. <laughs> that's okay well i'll get hate mail here soon willow do you have any uh new loot you want to show off um other than my dress and the rice cakes is yeah. that oh, I, wow you, you <laughs> okay i'm just gonna disappear that was a cool magic trick. <laughs> Speaking of magic, there so, we go. Yeah, wow. There, wow. Wow. See, okay, Willow. Willow. Mm -hmm. Willow. Let, That's let's, a very pretty dress, Willow. It is <laughs> very pretty, and you look, you look amazing <laughs> in it. Mm -hmm. But but let's have a let's let's have a conversation for just a minute, just you and I. You and Should I. I put them away? I'm sorry. No 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 no. No, leave no. them there. But here's here here's what here's what I want to tell you. Um, this is why you're getting messages from creepy guys, because anyway, I'm just saying, <laughs> dress like that, and 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 everyone's going to notice. In a good way, but then there are going to be the creepy guys who are going to be like, hello, hello. I'm not making my love... money with my body. <laughs> I'm going to just leave that right there and not touch that one. So now. No, it's it... not me this time. I know. I know. This this show has. Oh, I, my I'm, goodness. I, as I told you, I'm going to break the internet if I don't. <laughs> Listen, you break it all, baby. You be the queen you are. You keep it up, Willow. Oh, my goodness. You look fantastic. I love you. It. Thank you. You do. You, you do look fantastic. I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Now it is time for viewer comments. <laughs> We've had a few, but uh, 
Uh, of course, Dave Mattingly chimed in first thing this morning. Who's your friend when things get rough? <laughs> HR, Puffin Stuff. And Molly Daniel says, HR, Puffin Stuff. Good morning, Molly Daniels. And, um, oh, this is funny. D-U-S, what is a kaiju? And Dave Mattingly <laughs> says, a giant rabbi is a kaiju. Rabbi, Jewish, <laughs> rabbi, giant, kaiju. Um, that was over my head. Dave Mattingly yep. says, what kind of stuff are you puffing? That's what I'm asking about HR puffing stuff. Um, <laughs> Dave Mattingly <laughs> says, Willow, I'm too big for my shirt too, but in the belly part. <laughs> I don't think hey. she's too big for it. I think it fits Perfect. I, I have a well. I I really shouldn't say that rhyme here. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's go to PG. Um, Dave Mattingly says John has a cereal parfait. Yes, I did, and it did not taste good at all. I do not recommend it. Um, and uh, Dave Mattingly says orange juice is the same color as the Hot Wheels track. That's right. It is. It is. And I love orange juice. I really do. But orange juice is not a good substitute for milk in cereal. It just is not. I want someone to prove me wrong. But Andrew Milden, Drew, says sounds delicious. Yep. And March 10th, big smiley face from Drew Milden. What's March 10th? Oh, March 10th. He's going to come meet us in uh, Atlanta, D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even I knew that, John. And you know what? I've got a I've got a pass for him because I've got four passes. Oh. Since since Sarah can't come, Drew, I can change your name on her pass. Drew, you could hang out with us. Yes, the whole weekend. You will be so sick of us. It'll be hilarious. Yeah, it will be. Especially because John's friend who feeds me whiskey will be there. So. <laughs> might be really bad <laughs> last time i had whiskey it was it was something we got in the paper and it, was, it was hilarious you know what i never saw that article i know they they printed it in the the daily recap of the uh of the show and i never saw it what did they say just that you know dbrt became a drunkard in front of our live audience is that what they said <laughs> Dave and that was after. I just tried it on air. It was afterwards that I took shots, but we didn't have to tell everybody that, okay? <laughs> That's funny. Dave Mattingly <laughs> says, now you can charge your phone with Ross's head. Yes! <laughs> Molly, Molly Daniels says... Nobody knows Wait, what was that, D? I don't get that reference. I know. You, you what was it? Only, only my friend's phones would. <laughs> no. Molly Daniel says, animals fed, fruity pebbles poured, and just waiting for coffee to finish brewing. See, she enjoys the best of both worlds, D. Fruity pebbles and coffee. But, Molly, will you do what our um, friend Ivy Roman does? Will you put the coffee in with the fruity pebbles or the fruity pebbles in with the coffee? I want to know if that works. I, I would really love to know. And let's see. Um, so, C. Michael Lanning says, loved to see a Batman 
animated show in that style. So going back to the Dick Tracy conversation and Batman 89, Batman the Animated Series was in the style of Batman 89 and Dick Tracy. And uh, yes, considered one of the best Saturday morning cartoons of all time. And that is on our list for Saturday morning 101. And Drew Milden says, thank you. I do not like Avatar either. That's now it. we know Drew. what we're talking about on the live show from Nerdy Gras. <laughs> I'm not going. We're going we're gonna to have a, a discussion about it. I'm not going. I'm staying home. And Molly Daniels says about Avatar, I have yet to watch it all the way through. I've only seen bits and pieces. And our friend James Scott, who was with us two weeks ago from the Across the Pond Sports Network, says, good afternoon from Scotland. He was cool. Yeah. And, and you guys saw the video he sent of his son. Yes. His son, oh, my yeah. gosh. He's so adorable. So James's kids were watching the show when he was with us live two weeks ago, and they saw us do the taste test of the candy pop. And his son became obsessed with the Snickers candy pop and said, dad, you have to get this for me while you're in the States and bring it home. And he did. And he sent us the video of his son trying it. James, I need to ask you if we can uh, post that, if that's okay, but um, we'll talk offline. And uh, Molly Daniels also says, Avatar is also blatant ripoff character-wise of a friend's romance series featuring blue people and long braided hair, or was that just on the same wave? I don't know what, I don't know what that is, Molly. You'll have to give us more context. I and feel Dave, personally attacked here. Why can I not like something, people? Well, that's because uh, James Cameron ripped off a whole bunch of things and combined them into one. That's uh, right. And Dave Mattingly says, "D, congratulations." Firmly. D, congratulations for outgeeking John on Avatar. <laughs> so there you go. And Dave Mattingly says, Willow, hubba, hubba. <laughs> and Molly Daniels, who is a fantastic author and she writes uh, romance, says, Willow, <laughs> I need you as my booth, babe. I, I am what? for hire. <laughs> you would be excellent. In Molly's booth. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So we're, we have more comments, but we're going to save them for uh, a little bit and uh, get to them in a minute. Because it is time for Saturday Morning 101. And on Saturday Morning 101, we take you, the viewer, and by extension, Debartee, on a trip back in time to a classic essential Saturday morning cartoon. And, you know, I, when, when I was researching this, I sent out polls to our community. I asked, you know, what's at the top of your list? What is an essential? And do you know that not a single person came back with the show that we're going to be talking about today? And that amazed me in particular because we're going to be talking about the 1969-1970 classic HR Puffin Stuff. HR Puffin Stuff. Who's your friend when things get rough? HR Puffin Stuff. 
can't do a little because you can't do enough. And I knew I, I gave everyone a heads up early on this one. Normally, I send out the assignments around Wednesday or Thursday and say, hey, guys, this is what we're talking about. This week, I started Sunday night because I knew for a fact that D. Barty had never seen H.R. Puff and Stuff and probably never knew it existed. And I suspected that Willow and Sarah never had either. Am I right? I'm fairly certain I have seen it over the years with my mom and my aunt, but you know, I just, I know I've heard the, the song several times, but yeah. I didn't know it existed. I, I heard the song on an episode of full house because like whoever was playing HR puff and stuff was in the mall and like they went and I think it was just uncle Jesse that ended up getting into a fight with this guy that was playing it. So I've heard the song, but that's it. I huh. didn't know. I didn't know anything else about it. And, and so I, I sent D Bartia link to an episode and everybody, th this was the, the heads up that I gave D I said, <laughs> I want you to at least be aware of this show because I know you've never seen it before. I want you to watch as much of this as you can. She was able to get through seven minutes and that was it. She was done. D, is it an understatement to say that you hated HR Puff and stuff? I did not hate it. it you said me. in your email, I hate it. <laughs> no, it scared me. The witch scared me. I couldn't watch it. I, it freaked me out so bad. The witch, the witch was the best part of the show. <laughs> yes. So, so. Let me, kind of, it going. I, 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 let me let me let me let me kind of set the table for everybody. HR Puffin stuff was created by Sid and Marty Croft, and um, it starred Jack Wilde as Jimmy, and Jimmy had a magical flute, and somehow this flute, Freddie Freddie the flute, uh, transported him to the land of the living things. And in the land of the living things, Jimmy meets Mayor H.R. Puffin Stuff, who I did not realize. Now, I watched this show as a kid. I loved it as a kid. And I never realized that Puffin Stuff was a dragon until doing research for the show. Uh, so Puffin Stuff was a dragon. Everything in this land was alive. Oh. Oh the clocks, God. the books. But... The, the main conflict came in the form of ah! Witchy Poo. <laughs> Witchy Poo, who was chasing oh. after Jimmy oh my gosh. No. on her vroom broom and her bird brain buzzer, buzzard companion to get the uh, to get the uh, flute, the magic flute. Now, Witchy Poo was played by Billy Hayes. And Billy Hayes was a brilliant uh, character actress. And she took everything that they did with the witch from Wizard of Oz and amplified it to the nth degree. Dee's not even looking. And it freaks me out, John. Willow, Willow said that she was the best part of the show, and that is absolutely true 
Billy Hayes was so good in this series. It was scary. And I didn't realize this until doing this research, but there are a lot of frames with witchy poo getting really close to Jimmy. And there was some kind of weird relationship going on there in the late sixties that would not be appropriate today. That, that show would not be appropriate today. Never mind that relationship. There in the first episode, there was a reference to the winds, like it, the four winds, northwest, east, and west. East wind that that could not be shown on uh, what shown east on TV wind? Today. Why? What? What's it? It was very. Uh, it had a very racial uh, thing towards Asians. Look, well, I'm not. Th I, does I, wind not blow from the east? They could have used a different character for that. <laughs> oh wait, what? Oh, there was a character. It was it a was, character. It was a very Asian character. Okay, okay. That's what I didn't. <laughs> that's what I didn't get. Okay. So, D, you were gonna say? I just, I just want to explain. I did not hate this show. Okay, <laughs> but I have a really weird, uh, irrational fear of puppets. Okay, specifically ventriloquist dummies, but puppets, uh, people in prosthetics, like. Like witchy poo, it just it. I don't know. It does something to me. It really just. Hmm. I, I don't know if something happened to me as a kid or what, but it really just so, freaks me out so bad. So even but, so, that oh, scene okay. with so, the puppet, I hate probably. You. Uh, are you okay with zombie makeup or yeah. no? Yeah, no, totally fine with zombie makeup. But like this, like, and as much as I even love Wizard of Oz, like I. Even the witch in Wizard of Oz. Sometimes I have to kind of go. Um, I don't know. I had it like late, uh, later on. They did uh, the Croft brothers had a had a show called DC Follies, where they uh, where their puppets yes. resembled uh, celebrities. Those puppets creaked me out. I could not watch that show. Even like Lamb Chop. Oh, I, I kind of had that. an issue with it's so ridiculous. I just I can't so, do puppets. So, I don't know so why. So D, th this present that I got you for Christmas, the the <laughs> puppets from HR Puff and stuff. You're probably not going to appreciate that the way that I would. Is These are just some of the toys that were available on shelves. Those are actually kind of cute. Yeah, they, they're hand puppets, um, and and I, that's what was available. Uh, along with this witchy poo doll. Why doesn't HR Puff and stuff? Yeah, why, why doesn't he have googly eyes? Uh -huh. <laughs> oh god, I like want to throw up. Like that really, it really bothers me. I'm oh. gonna cry. Like I'm legit. I can't <laughs> it. Well, so did you guys know that McDonald's? You see how got... red my face is, John? You're, I like. I can't. You're killing this me. Is, this is great oh, TV. Um, did you guys know that McDonald's got sued? By I Sid was wondering about that. For this character, Mayor, Mayor McCheese, who was, uh, I mean, so looks so much like Mayor H.R. Puff and mm -hmm. stuff. It's, it's remarkable. Now, see, like, the dog that you just showed, that was fine. But, like, that, the, the, he's cute. The so, joke, that, that, like, that doesn't bother me. But, and, and Puff and stuff, he's, he's on the verge. Like, he, I can look at him. He's okay. 
but like the other characters in there, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And I'm I'm such a dork. I'm so sorry. I don't know Steve, why. We had we had a show uh, um, called Size Small, which was very much uh, along the same lines as romp uh, Romper Room. Uh, there was a character that um, his costume was a giant record, and he held spoons. And when he danced, it creeped me out. I will send you links later, but if we ever do like a Canada, an episode is specifically geared towards Canadian television. I'm showing you that. I think we we need to make that happen. Yeah. Just, just so that we can watch the video of Robin (laughs) sparkles. D do you not know Robin sparkles from how I met your mother? Oh yes, yes, yes! <laughs> Remember, the eighties didn't hit us till uh, till the mid nineties. <laughs> well, so <laughs> we're we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about this a little bit more. But HR Puffin stuff only lasted one season. Really? Um, yes. And everybody's in love with this thing. Oh, well, yeah. it was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. That's crazy. And 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 the studio ordered another season but the problem was is it was so expensive to produce in 1969-1970 that that the the Croft brothers couldn't do it they they had lost money on it even though it was a huge hit they were paying money out of their own pocket um, to make up the losses and they couldn't do it but NBC Universal the year after the TV show ended they created a theatrical movie that I had never heard of until this, this week. I did not know that there was a movie puffin stuff and I started watching it. And if you think that the TV show was trippy, watch the movie. Holy cow. And all I can think rewatching this as an adult is what were the Croft brothers puffin? What stuff were the Croft brothers puffing when they created HR puffing stuff? But apparently they they weren't on any type of drugs, but I don't know. They, their puppets say differently. <laughs> well, yeah. And especially when, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure you guys saw this in, or Willow, you saw this in your research. They, um, they created uh, the banana splits. And I had a picture of the banana splits that didn't load. Um, that was their first gig was creating the banana splits. La, 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 la. And the banana splits were a ripoff of the monkeys. And the monkeys were a ripoff of the Beatles. It's all, It's that's why it's okay for Avatar to be a ripoff. See what <laughs> I just did there? I just came full circle with HR Puff and stuff. Um, Love you, John. So, so let's talk 17 things you did not know. And we probably won't do all 17, maybe 10, but I'll start here. Um, And I just did. Sid and Marty Croft got their start on the banana split adventure hour. Um, NBC uh, asked them to develop their own Saturday morning TV show after the success of the banana splits with uh, Hanna-Barbera. And, Apparently, H&R Puffin stuff wasn't a new idea for the Croft brothers. 
The Crofts had actually produced something for the 1968 World's Fair. It was called Hemisphere 68 because, you know, hippies. And originally, the basic concept of H.R. Puffin stuff was done for the Coca-Cola Pavilion at the fair. And it was originally called Kaleidoscope because, you know, hippies. And, and this man was a hippie trip. Uh, Willow, number three on the list. What is that? H.R. Uh, Puff and Stuff was originally called Luther the Dragon, which almost certainly will go down in history as one of the coolest names for a gigantic ana anthropo whoa, anthrop anthropomorphic. Thank you. Dragon ever. <laughs> Luther the Dragon. I, that would have been a very different show. I, I it, think, yeah, because they the song would totally be different too. Well, and Luther sounds like an angry kind of dragon, not a happy dragon. And look, all of a sudden, Puffin stuff, dragon, hippies, Puff the magic dragon, all of a sudden it makes sense where some of the inspiration came from. And uh, But you know that voice? Hey, Jimmy, I'm HR. I'm the mayor of the land of the living things. I hated that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Did yep. I just break D? <laughs> So funny. <laughs> I got it just right, did I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> as a kid, number four, as a kid, Sid Croft. So like my whole family, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, as a kid, Sid Croft charged his friends buttons to watch puppet shows in his backyard. That's why buttons are the chief form of currency on Living Island. That's well, really cute. There's not enough buttons in the world. <laughs> Number five, I did not know, Willow. Judy the Frog is based on Judy Garland. The Croft Brothers had toured with Judy, Judy Garland for a while as her opening act. The guys were so enamored by Garland, they made Julie the Frog, Judy the Frog, the resident entertainer of Living Island. That I makes sense. Okay. had no idea. Hmm. And now I remember Judy the Frog. And, um, man, she's horrific. <laughs> See, around the same time, there was also another show. It was maybe a little bit later in the 70s called The New Zoo Review with Freddy the Frog. And there was a hippopotamus and an owl. And it's the New Zoo Review coming back for you. Anyway, uh, that's an aside. <laughs> All right, so number six, and I did know this. Jack Wilde, the actor who played Jimmy, was nominated for an Academy Award. Wilde um, played the Artful Dodger in the film Oliver. And um, when Sid Croft was invited by a buddy to view the rough cut of the film, uh, Croft knew immediately that Wilde was meant to play Jimmy while, while uh, Wilde went on to garner critical reviews in the musical. Um, he, uh, yeah, he, what a great role in uh, Oliver. And he was not, he's the youngest actor ever to be nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, number seven, Willow. Penny Marshall auditioned to play Witchy Poo. 
along with Billy Hayes, who got the role, the then unknown Marshall, who went on to a successful career as a TV star and then director, was one of the only two women who auditioned for the part. I had no idea. Wow. Penny Marshall, uh, was, she was Laverne on Laverne and Shirley, um, and the director of uh, A League of Their Own. Um, mm -hmm. That would have been a very different show. I don't know. She would do a great job, but I don't know that it would be the same character. A question. Was Billy Hayes also a voice actress around that time? Yeah. So Billy yeah. Hayes had a huge career. She was... Um, I thought I recognized her voice. Yeah, She was mostly known as a stage character actress. Um, that's why on the show, she is so much larger than life than anybody else. She is so over the top because on stage, you have to be. You can't mm -hmm. do this on stage. You have to do this. And um, it shows through the, the show because Witchy Poo is just incredibly over the top. And then after this show, she went on to do another Sid and Marty Croft show called Lidsville that we're going to be talking about next week that she played um, Jeannie on Lidsville, a completely different character. Now, this is interesting. This would never happen today. Marty Croft was given guardianship of Jack Wilde while the show filmed. And Croft later said that taking care of the kid proved to be something of a headache and described accepting Wilde into his home as something of a mistake. Oh. That would never happen today. Wow. Hmm. I don't yeah. recall that being said on there. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up because uh, I don't recall anything being said uh, on the link that I sent you of the, uh, the, the true, true, Hollywood true Hollywood story. Huh? Well, let's do two more here. Um, number nine. <clears throat> The Croft brothers were initially against the show's laugh track, but produce, uh, producer Cy Rose insisted. Later, Marty Croft canceled the bottom line, uh, can, uh, conceded the bottom line. It's sad. You got to tell them when it's funny and the laugh track. Cy, uh, yeah, that, that's the one thing that I hated about the show was the laugh track. And a lot of, a lot of shows similar to that. Yeah, that's why I loved Three's Company because it was and and all in the family because you know they were filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh, as friends. Yep, and uh, Cheers and a lot of those NBC mm -hmm. uh, comedies. Um, I think it's funny if you go back and watch some of the episodes, you can actually hear the different like you can pick out people that have a unique laugh. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can yeah. actually hear them laughing. It's really funny. That is, yeah, that's cool. All right, number 10. Uh, this, speaking of ripping things off, Paul Simon, the singer Paul Simon, once sued the Crofts because the singer believed that the H.R. Puffin Stuff theme song too closely mirrored one of his own works. The song Simon felt was stolen was the 59th Street Bridge song, Feeling Groovy. The Crofts agreed to the extent that Simon is actually credited as a co-writer of the show's theme. Huh. Okay. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah, so, so, similar thing happened with Avatar with Roger Dean, and he is now credited as the co-creator of the visual design of Avatar. Wow. So, Willow, talk to us about the e-true Hollywood story of H.R. Puffin stuff. I didn't find that in my research, and you sent us the link, and I, I, I got to admit, we got it last night, and so I haven't had a chance to uh, watch it. But it, I'm going to have to re-watch it because there's definitely something that I've missed, um, but it, it tells the story of... Um, uh, of the uh, of the brothers and their uh, their upbringing <laughs> and how they came up with the idea of uh, of the, all these shows and the strained relationship between the brothers throughout the years but somehow they they always seem to work it out in the end but yeah it it's an interesting uh, story i I, I don't recall them touching on uh, the relationship with the kid though well, so Jack Wilde ended up having a pretty tragic life uh, after this show. He, he's the youngest actor nominated for an Academy Award. He was brilliant in the movie Oliver, um, which, by the way, uh, another contemporary, Davy Jones from The Monkees, played Oliver on stage, or Artful Dodger, the same role on stage in London. Um, but... Uh, he he after this show he really didn't do much else and um he he floundered quite a bit he would do a lot of uh you know convention appearances and whatnot but you know he died just uh, maybe 10 years ago mm. and billy hayes just died 2 years ago when when i was in bed with uh covid uh, Billy Hayes, the woman who played, the actress who played Witchy Poo, and sorry, D, she died two years ago during the pandemic. Not from the pandemic, but, it, you know, by the way, if you've ever seen the movie Elf, you've also seen Billy Hayes. She's one of the North Pole elves in Elf. Oh. Yeah. One of the older ones. Um, oh, okay. So anyway, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff about HR Puff and stuff. And we got some comments here from uh, our fans, from our audience. So, um, yes. So, uh, let me see. Oh my gosh. So many, so many. Um, so, by the way, James Scott says root beer is a great substitute. <laughs> He did that live on the air, and he's sticking by that. You know what? Only with Fruit Loops. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. And um, I think you should. Oh, Andrew Milden says about <laughs> Nerdy Graw. Woohoo! Keep Sarah's name on the pass. It would be hilarious. <laughs> they might not let you. Sarah in. Drew. <laughs> Molly Daniel says, "Oh no, coffee in a cup, cereal in a bowl. The two shall not mix." And uh, all right, so Molly Daniels says, look up Mystic Valley by Annie Cook, Dancer's Delight, Traveler's Refuge. Okay, someone huh. note that to look it up later. But Molly says, oh, my God, I watched the first episode of H.R. Puffin stuff to refresh my memory and found a plot hole. Then went down a Sid and Marty Croft rabbit hole for an hour <laughs> well, so originally this morning was going to be 
the, a Sid and Marty Croft Saturday morning episode. And the more I, I, the more I prepared, the more I realized there's too much. There's too much. They so did we, a lot. Yeah, we I think they it in four episodes. I think they helped frame what our pop culture is today. They really did. And that's why I was shocked when no one mentioned any of their shows as a Saturday morning essential because their impact on American pop culture in particular is huge. And um, the thing is, it, they weren't just Saturday. It wasn't just Saturday mornings that they did. They did a lot of variety shows and that was like an essential uh, staple in everybody's home when it came to watching TV at night. Yeah. Like everybody around that time had a, had a variety show. Yeah. And we're going to take a deep dive in, in a couple of weeks on that. But uh, Molly Daniel says, who doesn't love witchy poo? I'll tell you who. <laughs> that girl right there. She doesn't love witchy poo. <laughs> witchy poo scares her. She just scares me. That's all. You know, D, you're you're a grown adult. You shouldn't be scared by characters on a kids' TV show anymore. You know what, John? Suck it. Okay. Nobody asked <laughs> you. Oh, that's not an act right there. She meant that. Um, <laughs> So, oh, Dave Mattingly mentions this. And yes, speaking of Canadian animation, Canadian TV, Nelvana Animation, Nelvanimation. Nelvana was an amazing animation studio uh, in Canada. And we will definitely be talking to them. What's going on outside your window, Dee? I don't know. Some random car just pulled up. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> okay. They're, they're leaving. We're good. <laughs> Molly, da Molly Daniels, did you watch all 17 episodes of H.R. Puff and Stuff? Going down the Croft rabbit hole? <laughs> oh, she, I think she's talking about the documentary, um, Annie Cook. She didn't know about it until she found it on YouTube. And Molly Daniels also says, I loved the banana splits. Who didn't? The banana splits were awesome. One banana, two banana, three banana, four. Oh, you guys know banana splits? I can I tell by the blank have, stares on your yeah, faces. I, you I, have no idea I what I'm talking I thought you were talking about, about bananas. I haven't bananas watched it. <laughs> but I, again, like if it wasn't for for the Croft Brothers bringing this stuff up, we wouldn't have like shows like Barney um, and... Or the New Zoo Review, which Molly Daniels mentions. Yes, the New Zoo Review. We wouldn't have, um, there was another one that Ben Vereen did, um, also a, an anthropomorphic animal zoo show. What was that called? Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, a lot of the kids' programming came directly from Sid and Marty Croft. Hey, look who's watching. Keisha Acuff says, good morning, beautiful people. Keisha! And Molly Daniel says, I had completely forgotten about his accent, Ugh. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to Live an Island, Jimmy. Everything here is alive. <laughs> Dave Mattingly says, I remember Lidsville, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, Dr. Shrinker, Bigfoot and Wild Boy, and the other Croft shows. Yes, and we're gonna be talking about all of them over the next four weeks. Yep, it's a four-week series. You're Probably. welcome, D Barty. Great. I might be sick. 
I feel like something coming on. It's going to last four weeks. Well, so so the big three, the big three are HR Puff and stuff, Lidsville, and Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Because of the, but and then there was the Croft Saturday Morning Super Show, and the Croft Saturday Morning Super Show had shorter episodes, shorter shows like the Bugaloos, the Space Nuts, the um, uh, Bigfoot and Wild Boy, Electro Woman and Dino Girl, and a lot of big, big stars were in those shows. Like um, the, uh, the I, I think it was the Space Nuts was Jim Neighbors and Ruth Buzzy. Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, you had Johnny Whitaker. And Lidsville had Butch Patrick. Eddie Munster. Yeah. And and Molly Daniels says, I mentioned Sigmund a few episodes back. Yes, you did. And that's what sparked this thought, Molly, that we needed to do a whole episode just on the Croft Super Show. Um, yeah, Molly says, Electra Woman and Dino Girl. We did a whole episode on Electra Woman and Dino Girl in our first season our first year, so you can go back and watch that. Dee, do you remember anything about Electric Woman and Dino Girl from nope. our conversations? Nope. You don't Did remember not. who sang the theme song? No. Electric Woman and Dino Girl fighting all evil deeds. No. I'll leave it to the audience to guess. <laughs> no Googling. And Dave Mattingly says, and especially Land of the Lost. And we're going to do a whole episode on Land of the Lost. So um, that one, D, you're going to love. Oh, my gosh. I was at a restaurant the other day, and our waitress had dinosaur tattoos right here. And they were so cute. And she let me take a picture because I was like, I love those tattoos. Well, you're going to love if you Have you ever seen Land of the Lost? Not the movie with Will Ferrell. Yeah. So I've seen the movie. Um, the cartoon series, I don't know. Maybe you're gonna love it. It was my, it was one of my all time favorites, and we'll talk about it when we get to that episode in a couple of weeks. Deidre Hall says Molly Daniels played Electra Woman. Big names involved in the Sid and Marty Croft productions, kind of like, um. Do you guys remember um, Shelley Duvall's Storytime Theater, um, her fairy tale theater? And same thing, huge names were in those stories, playing parts of on on those fairy tales. Shelley Duvall played Olive Oil in the Popeye movie, directed by. Yeah. I wasn't aware she had a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shelley Duvall's. Fairy tale theater, maybe is what it was called, something like that. Okay. Yeah, we'll probably cover it because it was it was a Saturday morning thing too on uh, I think PBS. But um, yeah, great stuff, great stuff, great stuff. So, D. Yes. Your final thoughts about your exposure to HR Puff and stuff. I'm pretty sure I, I gave you all of my thoughts. <laughs> would you, would you, so were any of your kids into Barney? No. Well, you love dinosaurs. Well, you, you didn't watch Barney? My kids are 
a little young for Barney. My brother was into Barney. My brother and I watched Barney. Your kids are a little. Well, would would stop. Take it off. Take it off. What about the Wiggles? Yes, the Wiggles. Well, they your kids your kids might enjoy this. No. And lucky you. That will not be on in my house. It is available on DVD and Blu-ray, the complete series. And honestly, I would rather play this than have to go through another another year of listening to people uh, talking about Teletubbies. Teletubbies are direct <laughs> direct result of HR Puff and Stuff. If, if people say that they they were on drugs when they did HR Puff and Stuff. What were they on when they when they came up with the uh, Teletubbies? Big hug. <laughs> So, which one of your kids was into Teletubbies, D? Haley, the oldest one. Oh my gosh, that and the Boobas, which come on right after that. What was the deal with the Boobas? I remember my son would watch that, and I was like, "Oh, he's what? the same age as Haley." I know. And then they sound like they farted. But weren't they just like floating bubbles that bumped into each other? That was the whole thing. I mean, kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't even remember there being a plot you know to Boobaz. hilarious. So, Boobaz, or whatever so, they were called. Abby is three years younger than Kaylee, and we got Kaylee a Booba toy, or Bebot. I don't remember what they were. Booba. It, it scared her so bad. <laughs> she would cry every time you press the button. Well, <laughs> well, Willow has her own Boobaz. He's Sorry, again, I'll put them word. away. No, no, please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Listen, this is going to be the highest rated episode ever. Again, I'm tired of the winter. I want it to be summer by now. I love it. She's got her summer. You guys Listen, down south. Rain dance going on. <laughs> what you're missing. It, it woke me up and made me feel better in the morning. So that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yep. It's all about you, John. Yep. Yep. Well, <laughs> no, it's all about you watching. I hope you guys have enjoyed this this trip, this journey to discover or rediscover HR Puff and stuff. That's the whole point of this series that we're doing. Saturday morning 101 is to expose you and and by extensia, D Barty, to some of the classics of Saturday morning. Because D, you've admitted on air that you didn't watch a lot of this stuff. You haven't seen a lot of this stuff. In one point you even said, I hate cartoons because they're on all the time at home with your kids. But these oh my are gosh, John. I I caught my husband watching cartoons by himself the other day. I was like, what are you doing? What do you mean caught him? <laughs> what, what 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 does that mean caught? There's, his childhood. There's nothing wrong with that. I watch cartoons by myself all the time. What was he watching? I don't remember. I was why don't you it. why don't you sit down and watch it with him? <laughs> then because you would have had I, a story because, to tell. Because I have watched cartoons my childhood and then for an additional twenty two years, I'm I'm good. I I'm good. <laughs> and yet I would rather watch yet, Avatar. 
Well, that is a cartoon. Or Ghostbusters. Or Jurassic Park. Or, you know, grown-up stuff. Or, you know, you can just watch Ferngly and just appreciate that for what it was. (laughs) Instead of the (laughs) ripoff. Well, so you know that now 65% of the animation produced in the United States on (laughs) United States TV is for adults. 65% of it is intended for grownups. And 45% of the toy market, 45%, almost half, are adults buying collectible toys for themselves. My marshmallow man. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I we we all love the marshmallow man. (laughs) Very cool. Well, before we leave, we got to remind folks that we have a contest coming up. It is a fan art contest starting March the first. We are going to post the fan art submissions, and here are a few of them. This is Dave Mattingly's. We love this. And uh, Eli Cash's. And if you are an artist out there and you would like to do a piece of fan art, and um, we'll post it on our Facebook page, let our audience vote on their favorite one. And the one that gets the most likes and hearts will win $100. It's that simple. But um, you got to get in your submissions. And you can do that at uh, back of the cereal box. Dot fun. I would or, love for somebody to do one of us as like the friends cast. Ah, that would be amazing. Somebody do that. <laughs> Please po- po- post it <laughs> online. So DBRT, yes. I I meant you did not do the one thing that I asked you to do. What? And and that was I told you to go ahead and post on social media that you were researching H&R Puff and stuff and to watch the comments roll in. Because well, I did. I, I was I was in the middle of working when you told me to do that. And then you posted that. And I was like, and you well, tagged me. So Yeah. And you saw the comments come rolling in. People love this show. Willow, what is your final thought about H&R Puff and stuff? Okay. It is a cheesy show. Um, there were times where I'm just like, what is going on? Um, but honestly, it's not as bad as the newer kids shows that are out now. And, you know, I, I can see where the, um, where a lot of the similarities of today's puppetry shows come into play. Um, and you know, so many shows that have similar character styles. I'm going to dare say that if Sid and Marty Croft had not been as successful as they were with this show and others using puppets and puppetry, that the Muppet show would never have been greenlit. Yeah. Just my thought. Well, ladies, that is it for us this morning. We've gotten through all of the comments and we've gotten through all of the uh, all of the screenshots, including Dee's favorite, this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to torture you from now until the end of eternity on that, Dee. 
One last thing that we need to this share with blood, blood, like my, I like instantly got like, I don't know. It just does weird things to me. It's we'll scary. we'll see if you feel the same way about Jeannie on Lidsville. But before we go, we do have to remind everyone that we will be at Nerdy Gras March 10th and 11th in Atlanta, Georgia. How nerdy are you, Cher? Do you love gaming, costumes, and cosplay? Grab some beats and come party with us at Nerdy Graw, a three-day carnival celebration of all things geek. Join the crew for music, entertainment, gaming, cosplay, and celebrity guests including DC Douglas, Steve Jackson, Mark Neer, and Jessica Nova Friday, March 10th through Sunday, March 12th at the Atlanta Marriott Northeast at Century Center. Visit NerdyGraw.org for more information. Join the crew at Nerdy Graw, Cher. A room at the hotel for a party that's going to last the whole weekend. We will be there live. Me, <laughs> D, and uh, Drew Milden now. Um, we will be broadcasting on uh, Saturday at 2 p.m. So uh, come by and be in the audience for that. But um, you know what's amazing? You're not going to believe this. The what? room rate for this convention is $120 a night for that hotel in downtown Atlanta. That's a $600 a night hotel for $129 is amazing. Absolutely. Yes. Willow. No, just that that's an awesome deal for the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Well, one last thing before we go, if you like our show, make sure that you, uh, Tell everyone you know, click like, continue to comment, share it, whatever platform you're watching on, make sure you subscribe, click the notification bells, and most importantly, send us your cash. We <laughs> give unto those who give unto us. And if you like, we need show, to make it to Nerdy Grow. Yes, we need gas money. <laughs> That's right, we do. And if you like our show, contribute at buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod the banner's been running down below the entire show if you hate our show donate even more generously so that we can uh improve it just for you that's uh buymeacoffee.com slash cereal box pod the link is in every episode and uh, you can help us go further faster and farther and uh, we really really appreciate it so uh, everybody, make sure you follow our hosts and co-hosts, uh, Dbarty at Dbarty Photo, Willow at Willow Skyler, everywhere online. And of course, you can follow me at johnpica.com. And with that, thanks everyone for watching. Tell two, 300 of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. Bye. Love you, mean it. <laughs> <laughs>